The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Sarah Becker. I'm Ben Howarth. And I'm Trevor Flynn. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. Happy holidays from everyone here at the Movie Gang Podcast. It is a yearly time for us to kind of sit down and do another Christmas movie. I think we did Die Hard last year, so we're going to take it a little bit back to a little bit more Christmassy theme, though Die Hard is, of course, the most Christmassy of Christmas movies. But in this case, we're going to stick a little bit more to the Charles Dickens side of things. And this year, we're going to be doing A Christmas Carol, specifically the 1999 Patrick Stewart version, because we got a bunch of Trekheads at heart. So I don't think anybody ever called them Trekheads. That's not a real thing. No. Like what? Trekkies. Yeah. You can tell I'm like really not like, I mean, I like I am. I'm like, I'm like nerd adjacent. You know what I mean? But all the same. I do enjoy TNG. Different, different kind of nerd, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. And this is essentially just an episode of TNG. You do run a D&D pod. I do. Yeah. I'm a nerd. It's, I don't like if you really want to if you really want to like go. No one, no one is, <laughs> is disputing the fact that you are a nerd. I am a nerd like, like, adjacent. Like I said, well, like like li- literally the background that you have for yourself on, li- on like your little like your little square for, for in, in this in this uh, Zoom is what you use for D&D. Or as Ed calls him <laughs> Daddy Jack, because that's a cool Daddy version Jack. of me. It was unintentionally that it looked like me. It, I don't actually think it does look like me he's supposed to be like a dm but it's it, he's got like sideburns and like it's the whole thing so anyways let's not get into it uh but i think ed just likes to tease the shit out of me anyways this we're gonna be talking about the patrick stewart christmas carols this 1999 version obviously it's the same play by charles dickens uh it is essentially just an episode of tng on the holodeck and it's fantastic so i want to go ahead yes. and yeah. talk about it i don't really th- do i really need to throw down a, a a synopsis an old bitter miser who makes excuses for his uncaring nature learns real compassion with three ghosts visit him on christmas eve jesus that's a weird thing i mean i love i love how like that's a tight summary because you know christmas carol has been summarized a lot so it is tight you know (laughs) i'll give you i'll give you a shorter one a tory has a dream and wakes up a socialist oh there we go that's a good one that's a good one i do like that one Directed by David Hugh Jones, uh, written by Peter, well, written for television by Peter Barnes and obviously Charles Dickens, uh, stars Patrick Stewart, Richard A. Grant, Joel Gray. I'm, we're going to obviously go down the list of everybody in this movie because it is a who's who of British acting. So let's, uh, yes. it is, it is yep. robust. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, I, I wanted to start. Who wants to take over and tell me what they think? Yeah. Well, I, who wants to talk first I'll about, t- t- uh, yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Um, so actually, I've never seen this one before, so I'm curious to hear from, I know Sarah, you're a huge, huge fan of this film, so I'm coming at it from a, a, new, a different perspective, and I oh. think when you talk about, um, sorry, do you need no, no, no. I need to I need to make the 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 secondary point that once a year my mother listens to this podcast, then it will be this episode okay. uh, because my mother loves this movie and we watch it every Christmas. Oh. This is this is my oh, this is a Newman a family Christmas Carol. Thing. This is a that. Newman family tradition to watch this White Christmas and Christmas Carol. These are the two. And then if me oh. and my dad can get our way, Die Hard. That's like the whole that's the thing, right? Like we watch White Christmas for a little musical. Then we do a Pat Stu Christmas Carol. And my mom talks about how hot pat stew is in this because that's her bag you know and it's always super uncomfortable because my mother just sits there i still like this movie but it's always like my association is just being like pat stew isn't that hot and then now i'm like older and i'm like i mean yeah i get it so like like, like, he's pretty fucking sexy god help me if they ever make an idris elba um christmas carol that's my mom (laughs) i am done you will i'm that that's a wrap for me if that ever happens i'm uh, just gonna say that me ebenezer (laughs) sorry Uh, don't make it let's not make it weird sorry mom it's already weird for me i know my mother's gonna listen to this so like all i am deciding now is how much of this i'm gonna edit out till it's like not a podcast at all anyways poke my coal fire um so my mom was also into Patrick Stewart, but for some reason, uh, George C. Scott was the kind of canonical. And, and you know, I think with the Christmas Carol, you have your 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 non-traditional ones, which are usually the more kid-friendly ones. Either you grow up with the Mickey Christmas Carol or you grow up with the Muppets Christmas Carol, obviously, which I love. Yo. And what I mostly watch. That's my bag. I watch the most of. And then your classics, I feel like the three 
I hear people go to the most is the Alistair Sims one from the 50s, Churchy Scott one from the 80s, and this one, of course, from the 90s. And I don't think there's been kind of, there's only been TV movies and different people and any kind of major Shakespearean-ish actor will do their, their, uh, their, their Scrooge at some point or another. But I feel like there hasn't been a direct Scrooge because usually they do it in like a TV version or something like that um, in a while. So uh, it was great to see just a, a, a classic Scrooge tale told very well. Um, it includes a lot of stuff from the story you don't see, such as showing all the other ghosts, cutting to all these different kind of um, other characters. Famously, Dickens wrote a serial. So like any fan fiction writer who writes on a weekly basis, uh, he'll go on random tangents because clearly he had nothing to write about that week. And he'll talk about some sailors or something. And it's nice to see some of that sort of stuff also included. Uh, and Patrick Stewart is amazing. I mean, what can you say? It's a, it's a who's who of great guest actors. And, uh, of course, Patrick Stewart would make a great uh, Scrooge. Um, uh, I, I needed a little more of the classic screaming, which I have right here. Um, I always love a good scream. But uh, he is by far the most excited whenever someone has gone back to their childhood, um, which I appreciate. I think that really endeared me to the character. When he comes home, he's like, I know this place! And is very, like, Patrick Stewart way. Um, that endeared me, and he's he's definitely top tier Scrooge for me now. So I'm glad I saw it, even though I think uh, the Scott one is more the nostalgic favorite for me. But uh, um, I, I was very glad to finally see this one. Yeah, the key to a good Scrooge is uh, you enjoy seeing him be grumpy as much as you enjoy him being insanely joyful at the end. Exactly. Yes. You know? I, th- yes. I think I prefer the Scott one because he's melancholy throughout, and I just like a sad boy. Mm. But... It, his his excitement as well as melancholy I've seen in his past is very infectious and I, I very much enjoyed that about him mm. and and then also that Stuart thing of like you've heard these lines a million times but just to hear him say lines like there's more of gravy than of grave about you you know and in, in that in that beautiful uh, voice is just yeah, it's, how can he I, not be it, it, I do think Pat Stu specifically like he just has like he's he is just I, and I again it's it's like I, I the Scott Christmas Carol I, I, undeniably is the one that has kind of gone down in history as well as the Muppets Christmas Carol being a little bit of a sillier version, sillier, but not no less good uh, is, is gone down in history as that. It's just one of those weird things where like I have always been reversed on that. Like this was the first Christmas Carol that I had and it was always been mine. So I go to the Scott version and I just like, I find it like weirdly flat at points because there's so much, there's so much emphasis in British acting here where it's just like, they just, they impact online so hard and it's just such a Shakespearean take on the entire production that I watched the Arthur C. Scott version. And I think to myself like how flat it is and it feels flat to me which is always like I realize that no one ever takes that but me but, but, but I do think that is like one of those history things I'm gonna go ahead and go out of line here and say that I, I I can't possibly like have an like a like it's too it's too this this movie specifically is very tied to my specific Christmas so I, I like I, I'm not like this is Christmas Carol for me this is my version of Christmas Carol and it always will be and I get to be the cool kid and be like well I prefer the Pat Stu version just to like people who are like <laughs> obviously Arthur C. Scott and I'm like oh I suppose if you like that kind of thing George C. Scott I, Thank you very much, Arthur C. Arthur. I'm thinking of Arthur Clark with his. Sorry, yeah, Arthur. Yeah. Anyways, I was talking about science fiction. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's I, go around. Let's see. I just want to say because I brought it up that uh, uh, I've stumbled across a movie called Spirited coming out next year, which is a Christmas Carol adaptation starring Ryan Reynolds as Ebenezer Scrooge. Ew! No! 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 Wait, who is Ghost of Christmas? Will Ferrell. Oh! I want to throw it in the trash. I'm sorry, I just read that. No, like. Oh, and I grew up with Scrooge a little bit too. I should have said that Bill Murray Scrooge, but that's kind of a unique thing. It's not quite the same. But yeah, anyways, gross. Throw it in the trash. Garbage. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know we we all love Ryan Reynolds. Everyone loves Ryan Reynolds, but not um, for this. I'm sick of Ryan Reynolds. I'm money. <laughs> I, I disagree. I, too much. I liked I liked Free Guy, man. I liked Free Guy this year. I thought it was quite good. I, I like he's making he's making like good movies. If I, if we got another Deadpool, I'd be like, I'd probably be there right there with you. You didn't watch Red Notice. You didn't suffer through Red Notice. That's fair. Ooh, that, that is way. fair. Yeah, that is, no. that is fair. So I didn't. I, I really, I really tried to. I really tried not 
like it was yeah. very difficult during that week not to have red notice be the thing that we watched i worked for you guys on that one i don't know why the fuck you watched it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> morbid Hunter, curiosity Hunter and I to prove my point that these three actors need someone to challenge them more because they're making 20 Hunter million dollars and I just spent... being like everyone loves us right and i'm like no i hate no you. i hate oh, you fuck no. you Hunter and I took a day and we spent an hour basically like like fast forwarding and like watching a bit and fast forwarding and watching a bit of that movie because I, because I was like, babe, I'm pretty sure I can predict what the hell is going to happen in this in this dumpster I, fire. Every single beat, every single time I stopped, I was like, boom, there we are. Boom, there we are. Boom, there we are. I, honestly, the thing I'm going to say is like the only I only seen eight minutes of Red Notice. The first eight minutes is just genuinely appalling that I, like Painful. like i like i like i like i'm literally i'm genuinely amazed because like i i have no doubt personally like having watched it my nope point has to be like 90 percent of netflix or like otherwise the world is just not just you know what i mean <laughs> like that's just like, like i just assume everybody had the same nope point on that movie as, and i don't know anyways but maybe maybe i'm completely totally wrong but i i i just i just it was rough as hell <laughs> anyway, Christmas Carol. Yes, we're not yeah. reviewing Red Notice tonight. Yeah, thank, thank you. God. Do you see, all right, what thank one God. of the other things too is I still like the effects in this movie, and I like how literal it takes the text sometimes about pushing the cap down on the ghost of Christmas, Christmas mm-hmm. past, mm-hmm. and where he's like he like struggles, and it's clearly like a really early CG struggle, or like they do the door knocker. The door knocker Marley is really good in this one. Yeah. And also just how gruesome Marley is when he like fixes his jaw. Oh my god. That yeah. that scene where like he tries to untie his like jaw wrap and his jaw just falls down. That terrified me yeah. as a child. Yes. Oh, that's fair. Absolutely. This is fair. a gruesome Christmas carol. Like this is this is the thing that's missing from the Scott ver- sorry, what what is his name? I don't care about him obviously. Yeah, yeah. George C. Scott. Yeah. George yeah. C. This is the what's missing from the George C. Scott version is just that it's it's so much more it, it re I feel like the like my crit again, I don't want this to turn into the Jack criticism of the George C. Scott version because he prefers this one, but that's you know I mean these two go hand in hand in front of me of which one I like and don't like. And one of the things I was like, Christmas Carol is supposed to be a little bit scary. That's the point. It is a ghost story like right like it is a ghost story on christmas that is a motivational to the goals and and or like what is the christmas theming of the overall like thing and this returns a little bit of that horror like there is a little bit of like existential horror that has to happen for him to get from point a to point b and it works and i think i think that's the other thing i also think there's the i i also think the joy is so much more apparent for me in this one in terms of like elements of like Pat Stu, the reason to cast Pat Stu is to watch the emotional arc from being an asshole, which is believable, to him at the own, like singing and doing games. And also just like, it's so sad when he's just like going through the wall of like and seeing the games and they go through like the game also the creepy like what the fuck is mr hatter like jesus fucking christ oh god like, yeah like topper yeah okay yeah can we yeah. okay real can quick we... a, a specific question for trevor uh-huh. the girl who plays betsy does she not rem- like the, the one who mr topper is constantly flirting yeah, with yeah 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 mm-hmm does she not remind you of Mary Robinson from high school? Oh my God. She looks so much like her. It freaks me if out. If she was in high school with you, Mary Robinson was nine years old when this movie came out though. So I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, just, just their, their faces are similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can I'm see not that. describing her, her moral character in any way. Trevor, has your beard gotten bigger? Yeah, dude, it's out of control. I just, I just, I was like, I'm gonna, sh- I'm just gonna grow it out. I'm just gonna grow it out, and it'll do what it'll do. And I still have been meaning to look up how to like actually train it for a while. And I just no, 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 it's like it's full just, Santa Claus. You're getting all, there. I, I felt like it. I don't know. I yeah. just felt like it was time for a change. Yep. You're like um, uh, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus, like that stage, like the mm-hmm. half in between stage. Sorry, well, that um, may have not been kind. That wasn't intentional. <laughs> I watch it every year. I, I, it's I don't fine. know. <laughs> uh, I've been doing a Star Trek Next Generation rewatch, uh, going through all of Star Trek, and I forgot because I just watched that reruns like in high school, kind of after school kind of thing. I forgot how much yeah. of a grump Patrick Stewart is. Is Picard? He's so grumpy. And an adorable grump at that. An adorable. Mm. Hot shut up, Wesley. Grump. Yes, shut up, Wesley. Um, well, everyone's telling Wesley. Or, to shut or up. Every time Data starts to talk about any sort of day, he's like, "All oh, right, robot, shush." Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, thank you, Mr. Data. Um, I, uh, I, I, and so to see him go from that to oh, oh, okay, I forgot that was who Picard was. To to then revisiting this after that, I was just and 
kind of, you know, in adulthood, really. Like the last time I watched all this was like just randomly on TV in high school. Probably it was like, oh, oh, I I love watching him be even grumpier now. This is he is so grumpy that in the first like (laughs) two minutes, he's making fun. He's like grumpy about the Dickens prose. He's like, I don't know what's particularly dead about a doornail, but there you go. Like, you know, he's just so he's so and he's so cold. Like he's like it's so it's cold on set and he's like, you know, exhaling and it's and you can see it. It's, It's so great. I love that. I love that element of this more than anything. Yeah. Sorry, that was my overall take, I guess. That didn't have anywhere to necessarily go with that. No, 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 um, it's good. There's not it's difficult to review a Christmas carol, right? No. Like like yeah. Christmas carol is an event and it's much less a story. Like it has a basis in fiction and we use the structure of Christmas carols in a lot of different methodologies today. It has a good plot and structure, but it's it's more about the essence of adaptation with the look at this, but also like the adaptable elements of this too. Like I the fact that I hold this movie as like some sort of like Christmas milestone to let me know what part of the season it is tell is tells me that I don't treat it like a regular cinema. I don't expect the same things out of the cinema when I'm watching this, which is kind of like how I feel like some of the Marvel movies now, like I don't necessarily, I have different expectations for things and it's weird to me to just be a film critic, but also go into these moments. Like I really like Endgame, but I have no, I have a lot of issues with how the way that Endgame is structured. And it just was like part of this event that I went to a theater and experienced. And it was very, very enjoyable in its place and time. And now I look back on it and it's, there's an issue with the movie itself, but I still need to give understanding to what goes around it or the context of a cinema and film. And and the context is important. And I think that's exactly what Christmas Carol is. The context of it being a Dickens adaptation changes how you look at it. And so what would be a problematic thing in this and this? And I also think that things, there are like weird moments in this. There's like really weird moments in this movie that are just sort of like, because they're weird it is also like it's it just functions in a cult classic status of like you know my family going along with this movie and like it's just like whenever they like shout out the boys like you sweet boy or like whatever my family will literally shout that line it's like weird that that is like a specific moment there is like a lovable thing to my family weird there's an uncanny weirdness to some of patrick stewart's performance especially and what i value about it aside from the darkness and that it includes things that i don't typically see in other tellings is how batshit insane are arguably <laughs> Patrick Stewart is at the end in the way he performs. I remember really liking and thinking, oh, what a great choice that he like remembers how to laugh. And that's like, you know, oh, oh, him laughing oh, for the first oh, time oh, in 10 oh, years. And then I watched it that part was for the first time in like 10 years. And I was like, that's really weird. Like I was he's also like, like a it's a he's really also like clutching the bed. It's an interesting like, choice. It's like a brave just, yeah. choice that he commits to that probably <laughs> is not a good choice, but he commits to it. And oh, yeah. you know, I, 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 that, the other thing I value about this version is that whole sequence. He goes into church and he sings. He waits until the end of the song that Fred and his people are singing to go in and knock. He just waits until the song is over, and then the sheer terror that he has to join Fred with lunch, the just the, the dread that he does rejoining society. I, I mean, I relate to that massive. I, I, I love that. I love, I love that the whole I, tail sequence. Of I this. do. You think there is a certain amount of like post COVID it works right like it, it weirdly <laughs> yeah. like looking in yeah. from the cold at that and you're just like you want to go to like game things but it's like awkward yeah I and see like things. a bunch of people it's in a so- room playing games and I'm like oh that would be nice yeah why don't we do that again sometime you know like yeah exactly <laughs> it is it is it's it's interesting too because it's just i just think that there i think it lines up too and i think this i think this is like the I, i'm really glad we did that this year because this is the year i mean it would have been good last year too but it's the year that this it came across because like you're we're all kind of going back to more normal stuff you know in the face of omicron and other things but it just it just sort of all works out in terms of like, it's still weird. Right. And it's just mm-hmm. it like, I think this is the year where me and Katie like struggle with social anxiety. Cause we did double Thanksgiving and now we're doing double Christmas. Cause our Same. parents are fucking sorry, mom. Our parents oh, wow. are crazy. I love you. It's <laughs> great. This is the one she listens to. So I got to say that hopefully, hopefully like 20 minutes deep. She's not going to be like, 
she's just got bored of trying to check whether or not I cussed or not. And I have it in this podcast. Has anyone noticed this is like the least cussing hey. MGP episode of all I'm time? I'm trying to be clear. These are facts. No, I don't. I, please don't. Like, it's just, I, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want her to, she, she might die of shock if we don't cuss in this. Someone's got to say something. This is like, Tui, Patui. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I, I don't have much more to say about Christmas Carol because it is Christmas Carol. So like I'm about to wrap for scores and talk about other things. But what does anyone else want to deal with? Do we want to talk? We, we need somebody needs to like. All right. Well, like, Sarah has some music. We also need to go through some of the other actors that show up in their performances in this. So well, please yes, do because, let's, because let's I am unfamiliar with a lot of them. And I know that some of y'all are like super into them. And I'm just like, tell me more, please. Well, uh, yes. Yeah, let's let's talk about the actors. I just want to say also, like, with Jack's point, I wanted to say earlier is that, you know, when you say it's hard to review it, it's similar to, like, whenever someone covers a Christmas standard song. Oh, yeah. 100,000 times. Yeah. And so how many times can you hear, you know, White Christmas or uh, some of those classics? Um, and all you can really do is judge, you know, OK, that high point. How does he hit that? Does he go low? Does he go up? Does he keep this lyric to the cape chase lyric? Does she do this? Does she do that? You know, and, and similarly, I think Christmas Carol, you can only really judge outside of your nostalgia or where you grew up in it or not in the individual parts. And so I'd say, like, for me, in this one, I would say of the ghosts, I think the first one is done very well. I think Jacob Marley's done very well. I think the second one is fine. And I think Ghost of Christmas Past uh, Future sucks. I'm sorry. I don't like the sheet. I think the weird CGI when he falls to the coffin is really bad. I think the oh, I, grave I, opening I, up like the Legend of the Hidden Temple was I love bad. it. I love do, it. Do, do, do. I'm, a, I'm a big Ghost of Christmas Past fan, and I always want to see a really creepy Ghost of Christmas Past, and I was very disappointed. On this I think pasty. It, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, don't, you, I don't like Sack Boy. I don't like Sack Boy uh, uh, Ghost of Christmas Past. So. It's hard for me to go from the Muppets one to this one, with especially the Ghost of Past. Very creepy. Because, yeah, because this guy is just like he has human arms, whereas the Muppet one has like big, dead, like necronomic arms you know and it's just like it's a guy in a sheet with like cgi's like, it's the, just, the, you know, like, like the eyes are like really he's bad a too. he's a big jawa he's they're not yeah. they're not <laughs> they're not yeah it's not see is it cg because he literally looks like he's got like light pens in there and like he's just yeah, holding it, sure. like, okay. yeah. it looks like yeah. two guys in a sheet oh, those those are women's hands right though I'm sorry, I just assumed it yeah. was a man. That was my bad. Serious. I mean, and I'm a, I just assume it's well, a woman based out. on the hands. I this could is, be wrong. This is like but. very. This is okay. Let's. Just, I don't care who it is. On the IMDb page right now. Yeah. Let's, it is Tim let's see. Oh, I want to take. I want to okay. take issue with All you, right. Ben, though. On my one bad. thing that Desmond Barrett is. I do like him as the ghost of Christmas present a little bit. I think he's. I think he's fun. I think he's good. I just don't think that section works. Well for me, so. I, I do think it's all over the place. I I just I do love the dumb section, and this is the thing. This this is what I love. I love when they just fly around through a tornado, like a random ass terrible CG tornado. <laughs> and this is I, this is yeah, where I'm going to talk about it. What, what was that? It's so bad, and it's great. Uh-huh. It's like some TNG tornado shit. And then they fly around, and it's like they're they're singing it in France, and then they go to the poor houses, and it's like, and it's just that once, and it's just Silent Night. And I'm sorry, Silent Night in the right context is a powerful song. And man, them on that ship singing it in French is great. I don't know. I just no, it's good. it is. It's like one of my yeah, favorite yeah. moments of that movie, Agreed. and it's yeah. weird and to I me that like seeing the, and the jail, the jail. That was a nice yeah. re-edition yeah. from the original. And, uh, seeing other people, so the people in his immediate life. Anyway, mm-hmm. since since we're talking about the two scenes that contain Christmas carols, let me go into my little here we go music spiel go. for a second and how they correctly chose. Um, popular Christmas carols of the period um, to use in this film. So A Christmas Carol, the original tale was written in 1843. Silent Night was composed in Germany in 1818 and then um, necessarily spread to other countries. Obviously, it was, uh, let's see, I, I know I just read something about where it was first performed in New York. Um I can't find it right now. Anyway, but um, as 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 we mentioned already, you know, performed in, in different languages all around in different contexts. It's just really good. I really like it. And then the first Noel, which they sing in the prison only briefly and only in English. 
but uh, it was, let's see, one was, it was in its current form. It was published in 1823 and then again in 1833. So once again, pre a Christmas Carol. So yay. Good job on them. And also I want to talk about the band at Fozzie Wiggs Christmas party where we have a fiddle, which has necessarily been around forever and um, clearly an early form of clarinet. Right. And then a, a serpent, which was that big, like tubular black curvy instrument that sounds very much like a tuba. And I'm just so pleased that they included that. It is very much a period instrument. It's one of my favorite instruments just because it looks so weird. And it's called a serpent, which is just neat to me. (laughs) That's that's my music spiel. That's awesome. Yeah. About the actors. I also think that that's just about like the best part about this movie, too, is that there's just that that really good TNG. And, and and again, I don't know that this is like a different cast, but it's just like that really good, like British TNG quality of like, you know, being a, like acute to details. And that's the thing is like, there's no just like, you know, medieval looking band with a veal. Like they actually go in to do the serpent. Right. Like, which yeah. I have never known was an instrument, Sarah. This is amazing. I do love that well, scene though. The, that's, that feels the Patrick Stewart. Uh, pull. I think Patrick Stewart is the one who would be like, we must make this original to the text, and we must have these things that are important for the time, and understand the time that it was written in, you know, like that's that classic Shakespearean actor I feel like coming through. Um, he was mm-hmm. um, famously on the set of TNG a bit of a grump. <laughs> We'd be surprised oh. the first couple <laughs> seasons. And uh, I think he takes stuff like Dickens and and Shakespeare incredibly seriously. I think he takes stuff that is that um, very, very seriously. He did this as a one-man show, apparently, before uh, hmm. he did the movie, which I'm very curious to see what a one-man show version of Christmas If I had a time like. machine, that's added to the list. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. this is... It's, I, I do think I think it's the attention to detail and too, and I just think it's like the darkness, attention to detail. This is like the hit people's Christmas Carol, right? Like... Fuck George C. Scott, but like, why are you so mean? Why are you so mean? I don't know. I just like, I like George C. Scott is the standard. So I think your opinion to rep this is, is inherently rebelling against. No, I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. Like I'm, I'm literally making fun of myself here, guys. I'm like the emo kids. This is the emo kids. Uh, It's the dark. It's the edgy one. It's the edgy Christmas Carol. And that's why I like it because it's, it's also just my mom. And then ironically FX made a dark, edgy Christmas Carol mini series that was too dark and edgy and everyone made fun of it so oh it's bad that, 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 thing, that thing's what? that thing's a mess yeah, that, yeah and i love guy pierce but it's uh i had no guy idea. pierce is a good pick too i would actually i would yeah. actually i feel like if you got the right production group behind him you could have something similar to this and it's just it was like the dark sexy <sighs> screw true fucks I'm, I'm also gonna say this like adaptation the history of adaptation in this show like we have figured out the way to adapt this this book and it's good and it works as a movie right like it yeah. it doesn't need to be a mini you can try too hard I, I think that's why i like this mm-hmm. one is it's like it, i feel the same way I felt right about there side story yeah when seeing it was like i felt such relief watching the new west side story that right after the first dance number and they do the classic ballet slash fighty dancing yeah. <laughs> that no one turned to the cameras like what are you dancing like that for <laughs> you know what i mean like there was no cynicism it just was mm-hmm. and i like that this movie there's no you know, by the 90s, we definitely could have had cynicism in a Scrooge movie. And uh, I, I really much appreciated that, you know, again, you know, I feel like Patrick Stewart sitting there like we are making a true adaptation. Damn it. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely feel I, I agree. I mean, maybe it's not Patrick Stewart. Like you never know with production companies, but I, I completely agree. It feels like him. It feels like he's there and he's like, stop well, that. The, the whole impetus was that, OK, he's done Scrooge on stage. We love his Scrooge. Let's give him a Scrooge movie. He did a one man Charles Dickens show, which is pretty amazing. I want to know what the fuck that is. I really hope he was like, like <laughs> running around the table. He's like Bob Cratchit. He like runs around. He's like carrying himself like he flips between the two. Yeah, he's, I really hope he's, really he's got like it. a puppet, you know, it's like a it's like a racist yes. puppet show. Except right, it's with so I'll quickly go over the cast for some of the other. Amazing yeah, the cast. Um, yeah. For, so we have Richard E. Grant, who you might know from uh, the recent Star Wars movie. Um, I forget he's in Star Wars. Skywalker. 
he was perfect for that. But he's mm-hmm. one of those actors you've seen in a million things. Uh, he first was in With Nail and I, but he's been in like Bram Stoker's Dracula and Age of Innocence and uh, a very, very good uh, movie recently called Can You Ever Forgive Me? Where he was Yes, in that's always what I think and of And New now. Who, and I think even original Doctor Who. Probably. Mm-hmm. He's been around for a long time. Um, yeah. And uh, then you have Joel Gray, the legend. Obviously. Uh, Joel Gray, Peter, was the original. Um, uh, what, is it, what is his character's name in Cabaret? I forget the character's the name. M- the MC, just the MC, I think, yes. is just yeah, the MC. It's, yeah, he does like narrator. Name. He does money. He does a lot of the best songs in the show. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. Uh, you have Ian McNeese, who's like a classic. You'll see him in a million British things. Uh, he's in the Dune from the 2000s. Sarah, you said that there was a lot of Dune character yes uh he was in he played the baron harkonnen in the 2000 miniseries dune he yeah. also played oh. um oh fuck winston churchill in um new doctor who opposite matt smith yeah he did he's, he's a classic british actor and, and i'm not gonna lie he he brings like a lot of life and love to fuzzy wig who is like uh, I know I say fuzzy wig. Too. I like how you said in between. You said fuzzy wig instead yeah, of fuzzy. I or yeah, I did. I, did. Yeah. I, just, I, I think that like he is the emotional core of the movie. Like he is like he's literally the template that they try to impress on upon as the good thing that the person that like Scrooge can understand that that is the, the thing he is supposed to be. And I just he just always rings through as an emotional thing. And I think I get that in this specific movie because this is my Christmas Carol. And it's also he's the version here and he just pushes it and he's just so lovely in that scene him just dancing about and it just yeah. like so fun it's like chill yeah. it's just chill and, af and as you expect he plays a great churchill in doctor who it's been in several mm-hmm. episodes of doctor who's churchill Ian McNeese. you have Dominic west who plays fred the nephew of scrooge he's most notable for being in the wire um right and, right yeah uh, there's a ton of people been in, in a thing. couple of good movies like uh He's the bad guy in Punisher Warzone, which is not a good movie, but kind that, of why? Why um, was that? Why was that? Your <laughs> this is what came out. Um, but yeah, he's been in a, a couple kind of big movies here and there, but mostly he's known for being on The Wire, which is uh, a classic. Uh, my friend joked that like, if you're a fan of BBC, you get this wonderful little like credit when they eventually end up on an HBO show, become like the biggest shit in the world, and you're like, aha! I saw them on Doc McStuffins brand hour or whatever. <laughs> I saw yeah. him on the 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 turn of the screw tapes. Like, I know Dude, them. If there's anything I've learned from having like a half British girlfriend, it's like there's so much British shit that's just they just push television all the time which you've never heard of and if you go in and immerse yourself in that british television culture for like a holiday with like her family like the shit they watch is just like amazing and apparently there's always like this like animated snowman film that comes out and everybody oh the snowman's classic oh Oh, it's yes with with walking in the air i watched that in elementary school whatever apparently it's just me i i don't know like i think are we talking about father christmas from the same animation team yes i have the father christmas is quite good because they they it's, literally sh- look Ben you've nailed it because literally I was like I was very confused by the snowman and then like they like got Father Christmas out to show me like immediately after so like yeah you Fa- Father ha- Christmas is very cute it's what if what if Santa was an old guy who lived in like a British flat like he's like a very British Santa who like goes like oh brother I'm gonna go on vacation I wear and like very cute (laughs) literally literally like descendants you know it's 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 it's, yeah Cal grew up in England so he he shows me some of those that's where it's good okay that makes me feel because it's it is like it's just like you run into an English person they're like well you have to do these things at Christmas time yes it was he was like we had to go somewhere literally tomorrow yesterday we had to leave the house at boxing a day key boxing point. day and yeah. he was like no we have to watch father christmas first i'm like hell we we don't have time <laughs> he's like well watch as much as we can i'm like all right jesus <laughs> like, it is, like it remembered is. he hadn't seen it and it was like a rule for his britishness that he had to like watch it it is like it is like a crazy ass we're like we have to watch like goggle box we have to watch the christmas episode of goggle box bake off whatever the Box's snowman wild. company is putting out Gogglebox? Dude, you need to watch Gogglebox. I actually love Gogglebox. Yeah, Peter, Gogglebox is 
British people watching British TV. That's the the show is they watch British TV and then they comment on British TV. Shit work. Why am I watching? Shit work. There's a couple of the people in that show who like talk and I have no idea what the fuck they're saying. Like the two ladies from like Essex. I'm like, they like have spray tans (laughs) and like they talk. He's like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and I was like, and I'm just like, I have no idea what the fuck they're saying. Katie is just dying laughing because she gets, I think, I think honestly, like for Katie, it's so meta because she's watching me watch British people watch TV and I'm sitting there in the, I'm sitting there in the there's, jump seat. Like, an added what layer the for her. fuck? I will say I do like it. It's a huge show, Peter. It's a very popular show. Like top two shows in Britain. Like it is massively popular. I mean, that is definitely a show that Hunter Hunter has not got. That is definitely a show that Hunter has not gotten me into yet. He's gotten me into watching um, eight out out of ten cats does countdown. Dude, um, it's like big fat quiz, big fat quiz of everything. Who's the main? The main? uh, What's the main? uh, Katie, are you there? Wait for wait for what show? Uh, what's the main Chris like New Year's trivia show that I Graham Norton? Oh, Graham the, Norton, the big not Graham Norton. Quiz of the big, year, big, 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 big fat big, quiz big, of the year. That's the Katie and me have to see it. Like literally with Jimmy Carr. No, 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 yeah. Like I've I've definitely watched like the last. Katie's parents are coming here for New Year's, and we're not allowed to go anywhere because Katie and Katie's dad have to watch Big Fat Quiz of the Year. Yeah, it's a rule. It's like I have I have to figure I have to figure out how to get the show. It's like a- I, I I actually I I kind of want to do the same because I actually asked Hunter the other day just like not not expecting him to have the answer but I was just like but I was just like oh yeah that's right shit when is when does Big Fat of everything when is when is that gonna happen when is, when is that getting filmed so I can like then search yeah. for it and watch I it like, I, I actually I, of everything I like Big Fat Quiz of the Year the most actually like because they always have pretty and good even, comedians and, even, and it's actually pretty funny and even Jimmy's kind of funny No Felding Richard <laughs> Jimmy Carr with his fucking laugh. That. I can't do it. Katie does it really well. <laughs> and then probably at least once during the episode, someone's someone's gonna make an, someone's gonna make a joke about actually paying for shit as as and, and not dodging taxes, and 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 it'll be at his expense. Yeah. Oh, that is gonna be rough. Actually, he did dodge taxes. <laughs> Britain is that's why they keep bring, that's why they keep they joking about it. it. Yeah, it, it's it's almost easier and harder to do it there. Apparently, is what I've heard. But anyways, let's go mm. ahead and score the past two Christmas. Wait, characters. wait. Oh, I have I have more cast to talk about. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Or at sorry. least just to mention. All right. So Saskia Reeves, who played Mrs. Cratchit, played Lady Jessica in the 2000 miniseries of Dune. Ah, yes. Uh, opposite Ian McNeese, of course. Um, Trevor Peacock, who played Old Joe. And Liz Smith, who played Mrs. Dilber, were both in The Vicar of Dibley, which is a fantastic British Great show, show. Great if show. you've never seen it before. Uh, Laura Fraser, who played Belle, was in several British things. Uh, she was in New Doctor Who um, with Jodie Whittaker. And she was also in Lip Service, which is the British version of The L Word. Uh, it didn't last as long, but of, quite important. Uh, let's see. Celia Imry, who played Mrs. Bennett, was in New Doctor Who. Uh, let's see. I know there was more. Oh, yes. Annette Badland, who played Mrs. Fezziwig, played uh, the Slitheen who becomes the mayor of that Welsh town in um, Chris Eccleston's Doctor Who. Um, and then, you know, even Patrick Stewart himself was in David Lynch's 1984 Dune as Gurney Halleck. So just so much Doctor Who and Dune. I love it. I'm here for it. I love all of these It's the nerdiest Christmas carol. It is. (laughs) Which is why it's one of, it's my favorite straight Christmas carol. The Muppet Christmas carol being my other favorite version, but I feel like I can put them on the same tier because one of them is like, you know, it was comedy and then a musical and the Muppets, whatever. And this is, you know, comparable to Alistair Sims and George C. Scott and all of that. But this is my favorite one of those versions. Well, and I think if you're a British like Shakespearean actor, you have to do your Scrooge. You know what I mean? And like, it's like, yes. you got to do your Scrooge. You got to do your King Lear. You know, there's certain ones you just got to do. And uh, it's just nice to have Patrick Stewart's immortalized forever on film, which is nice. It is important. just that element I think makes it a, a watch for me. Yeah, I agree entirely. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Sarah. I don't mean to speed us along, because, but if we don't get to doing our Jeopardy game, I'm going to get in trouble with people. <laughs> so I, I'm so I, sorry. I went through the whole cast list. Yeah, and we've got to the cast list. We got the note. musical certainty. I don't know that there's much to say. It, it is I'd like all I'm going to end on here is I'm going to give it a ten, and I'm going to come back around and be like, "Yep, uh, it's my Christmas uh, Carol." No, dude. I'm I, like, what do you want me to say here? Like, I, no, I, I appreciate, I, I appreciate the notion of what it is. I appreciate the faults of this piece, but I also appreciate that, like, sometimes you just end up like I watched it the first time when I was nine years old, and it was our Christmas Carol movie from then on, henceforth, and it is a thing I watch every year of my life, and I watch this version. I hadn't seen the Muppets Christmas Carol till I was like twenty four. Like, and I do wow. like that version. Wow. Yeah, I just didn't watch. I didn't grow up with it because that was just not the kind of thing we watched. We just also weren't engaged. Like, I was engaged with the Muppets, but we weren't super. We like lost touch after the show went away because the show was like the best thing ever. I love the Muppet Show. <laughs> it was amazing. Katie and I are are doing a watch through of the Muppet Show right now, which she nice. grew up watching, but I had never seen. Yeah. So it's great. It was just late night enough that it wasn't really my thing, but then it came back. I I, I love it. Anyways, it's also uh, very seventies. There's some some celebrities celebrities. You're like, who? it's so seventy. Who is it? And then Elton John will be like, okay, Elton John, <laughs> no Elton John, few few. There we go. There we go. Yeah, because you you have all these like bands and things, and I'm like, I was like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot uh, of ones where Katie gets really excited about the guest. <laughs> And I have to be like, who is that? And then there's other ones where it's Joel Gray in like his 30s or 40s. And he's just fucking baby face. And it's so sweet and charming. Sarah, I'm happy to report Joel Gray still alive. I just checked that out. Yes. Pretty cool. 89. Good for him. He's going to live forever. Yeah. I'm happy that uh, it seems like Spielberg is going to live forever. I, I just heard today that his mom died at 97 and his dad died at 103. So thankfully, it seems like we're going to have Spielberg for a while, which is good because <laughs> that man, I need him to keep making movies for the next four decades, please. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and go down the list of scores here. Yeah, I'm the 10. I'll say my piece. But uh, uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. My 10. Yeah, go ahead, Trevor. I feel like I'm in a 7.5 out of 10. I think it's wonderfully weird and touching. The effects have not necessarily aged well, but there's also something charming about how bad they are and how ambitious they are at certain points. Like the first transition where like the leaves are are blowing onto the pavement and then the pavement slowly patches out to like uh, the forested floor, you know, like I, I, I admire just like that kind of ambition and kind of like just vibes of this and Patrick Stewart's performance overall. And especially the, the, uh, the really, really insanely good day he has at the end. So, uh, I, I guess that's where I'll put it. Yeah. Uh, who wants, to, oh, first off, Cool, 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 cool. Our friendship is dead. Love you. Who wants to go next? No, I'm just joking. I love you. This was my idea. I obviously value this. It wasn't even. It wasn't even. It wasn't even my idea to do Pat Stew this time. It was funny. The guys were just like, "Let's do the Pat Stew Christmas Carol," and I was like, "It wasn't me." I mean, I love you guys. I knew I don't like doing this kind of film where it's like it's just too much. You know what I mean? And it's also like awkward because it's also like you know it's just. You know, my mom and it's like, uh, well, how, like, I, how could I ever rate Charlie Brown Christmas? Like, I know it's not perfect. I know it's got terrible. This issues. is there's problems. Issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've it, seen it literally every year of my life since I was five. This is so cult classic. Something like that. How can you possibly? It's yeah. cult classic, and I'm in the cult. Like that, you're totally right. Mm. The CG has not aged well, but I just laugh when the CG comes up, and that's oh, just a too. laugh line for it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It's just funny to me that that's like it's like that, and for me, the bad CG is like a plus for this shit. You know what I mean? Like, are they in a tornado? Oh yeah, just a- like... absolutely, absolutely, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Falling through the, the the when he goes on his own coffin and it goes through like oh, yeah, a, falling through a, the, the grave, yeah. Doctor Who esque time warp. I I think what's I funny know. about it specifically is that they they thought the effects looked better than they did. You know, there's a, there's a kind of a disconnect where like they did. It's they a did. TV for first of all. Well, it's a TV special. Yeah, well, it's not for a, you know. 1999. They're like 
there's not a TV show that looks this good. Yeah, know? yeah, right. Like there's 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 something to admire about that. You know, it's like they 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 thought they were pushing the envelope. Like this, it was you on know. par with the first Mummy film of the same year. Probably. That's fair. That's fair. That is that is true. What are you even talking about? The mummy special effects have aged like wonderfully. Yeah, the f- just I, every time I see that rock coming out of the, the oh, that's the mummy out. returns. That's yeah, a different the mummy. Story. When was the mummy returns? Because that's that's a big <laughs> look difference. Look at some of those CGI scarabs. They're not they're not as good as you. Well, sure. two thousand one. The mummy returns was two years later, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. The mummy. Man, I, I love that in your Zoom screen. Or, okay, it's out. Okay. What is yep. it? Is it there are four uh, Patrick, lights? Is that what it is? Ben's it's microphone. Yeah, yes, it's the four lights. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, Patrick Stewart's neck keeps, <laughs> yeah, uh, keeps popping out a bit. Covering your microphone. Uh-huh. And so it, just, it looks like it just his looks neck like, is just covering yeah, and, your and, face. and it's <laughs> really <laughs> flexed. So it's like, it looks it's like, like really, Lynn is just. You see that V really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like you're licking his perineum every once in a while. Like, not perineum. Different thing. That's not <laughs> where the perineum is. Nope. Hey, okay. I failed biology. <laughs> I'm gonna score now. We're gonna just move Please on. Please do, Peter. Oh, uh, I'm gonna give this movie a seven. It was actually my first oh, time seeing my uh, th- this, this this particular Christmas Carol, but I, but I, but I but I but I I I, I enjoyed it. It was it was good. It was good. It was good. Straightforward. Classic. It was. Patrick Stewart being Patrick Stewart, which means that it was either Captain Picard in the hollow deck, just like doing some cosplay shit, or it was Professor X just deciding, hey, it's Christmas. Everyone look into my mind and just giving them an acid trip. And they all look him like, what the fuck, and Charles? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, A year before but, he but, but, Professor X, actually. Oh, my God. You're right. Wow. You know what? So, yeah, this was Professor X just being like, hey, everyone, look into my mind. Boom. Psychic. Um, Pre-TNG, post. Yeah, that that, 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 that little little weird middle ground. X-Men, yeah. The weird middle ground. Uh, But no, no, yeah, I I, I enjoyed this movie. It was good. And I, having never seen it before, I, 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 I kind of liked how just intentionally dark it was i was like oh that's that's creepy oh okay go on oh wait what no yeah i th- that was me watching this movie but i liked it it was good yeah uh i'll go next yeah, yeah go ahead um i'm gonna give this movie a nine out of ten i'm with jack on this one it is you know it and a muppet christmas carol are my two christmas carol versions Yes, it's not perfect, but it is one of the best adaptations of the original story that exists, which is wonderful. I mean, who are you going to fucking watch? Jim Carrey? Jesus. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I haven't, actually. The worst Christmas girl Uh, I've ever seen, I will definitely say. Easily. We can all agree on that. (laughs) Yes. I've never seen that one, so I caught myself lucky. Yeah. One more musical trivia thing. I just looked up God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, which is the carol Patrick Stewart sings when he goes into the church which is towards perfect. the end of the film. And yes, and it, <coughs> excuse me, it dates back to the mid 17th century. So once again, historically accurate choice. Well done production company. Um, this movie has an all-star cast and uh, Patrick Stewart just portrays Ebenezer Scrooge so wonderfully. So yes, I am biased by childhood nostalgia, but I also don't think I'm wrong. So I give it a nine out of 10. Thank you, Sarah. We just became like 25% better friends. I'd like to allow for my score to increase as the years go by. No, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I'm, I'm, I'm I know, I bitch. know, but I'm, I'm serious. You I'm can't scourge this. You can't have ghosts of <laughs> <laughs> past, present, and future coming. <laughs> yeah, we have to live with our scores. I have to live with BVS, man. I have to live with that shit. He did. <laughs> I he did. Could, Jack from Future could have told him about all the things that would happen, but he yeah, didn't. No, I did it. it. Now I gotta live with it. It's okay. We've all failed as critics. That happens. Critics can fail, and it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Trevor, was this the first time you were seeing that? I can't remember. If this no, I. Well, it's the first time I've like made a conscious effort to watch it all the that, way through. That, that I saw. An, I, I caught it, it on it cable. A, you know, it is a television thing. It is absolutely something that's on television yeah. in the background for so many people. I love yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Everybody's seen like t- like fifty percent of it, and not the whole thing. I do agree. <laughs> uh Bennett, I think uh, you're the last score. Yeah. Um well, they're coming in at 7.5, but I'll raise it to an eight. Um 
I, I do think y'all brought up some good merits. And I think just thinking about Patrick Stewart and his commitment to the role, and his commitment to bringing out a, a classic Scrooge tale with all the darkness in depth. I, I do wish it had less visual effects. And I do wish that the Ghost of Christmas feature was a little bit stronger because that's my favorite part. But because uh, I love the spooky spook. But uh, overall, I think he does so well. I think he does such a great job of, as we said, uh, you, you want someone who can be uh, miserly at the beginning and, and, and wonderfully warm at the end. And, and as goofy and over the top as he is, Scrooge is kind of crazy and he kind of freaks people out at the end of that book, you know? And I, I love when uh, Richard E. Grant grabs the fire poker. He's like, well, this man's lost mm-hmm. his mind and he's going to murder me. Super realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the way that Stuart tones himself back down to be like, oh, I'm, I'm at mania right now. I need to <laughs> not scare this man. Um, I, I think there's a lot uh, uh, good here. The cast is fantastic, obviously. As Sarah said, I feel like they put a lot of effort into being historically accurate for the time. I think bringing up some of those classic Christmas hymns into it is nice. I like the whole inclusion of showing other people at Christmas, not just uh, Bob Cratchit. I think that's a nice thing to, to add back in from the novel that they leave they leave out of most of these adaptations. Um, I still think George Scott is my personal favorite just because of the way um, he portrays it. I, I But I also grew up with it, so, you know, again, I'm biased. But uh, uh, ultimately, I think this is a great one if you haven't seen before. If you're looking for a classic Scrooge to put into your mind up, I think it's great. Also, it gets it right. This and uh, the Jersey Scott version never make a Christmas Carol over, like, definitely not over two hours. I'm so happy this is 90 minutes. This is a short story that you can tell effectively in 90 minutes. Uh, that is one of the biggest problems with that miniseries. It is like three hours long and it is stupid. Mm. Uh, this is a short tale done very well, um, which I appreciate. So, yeah, eight out of ten. Very, very enjoyable. Uh, yeah, so overall, sorry, I'm doing math, which mm-hmm. if you've listened to any episode of the Movie Gang podcast, you know I'm bad at. Uh, yeah, overall, we give Christmas Carol 1999 an 8.5 out of 10. And yeah, honestly, take that, Patrick Stewart. You suck. <laughs> with Spider-Man, you oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking oh failure. You don't do anything compared to Spider-Man. I guess, I guess, Ben, I guess Ben saw our Spider-Man scores. Yeah, I really wish Spider Man started to come up with his points. We gave, yeah, Spider. Well, I don't know when Spider Man's. We already recorded it, but like we have no time. It may be January. (laughs) (laughs) There's no time, Ben. At least you gave it. You gave it more than Spider Man. I did. Yeah, I'm drunk. You can't deal with me. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We gave Spider Man a nine out of ten. I'll release that now. So like you know that it's better than Christmas Carol, apparently. Which even I don't think that. I I, I gave Spider Man less of a score than Christmas Carol, because Christmas Carol's perfection, obviously. Uh yeah. Trevor no. gave it more, I know that much. So Trevor would rather watch Spider Man than Patrick Stewart give his all to one. I, I want you to go see it, Ben. I want <laughs> I thought, I, I'm you not even going to like fight Trevor on this one. That's amazing. So. This is great. Jeopardy's going to be amazing. We need Ben to be drunk enough that he doesn't win this year because Ben I won agree. two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. I'm going to be the most angry Jeopardy. He's going to be so angry when he gets there. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't because most of the questions are by Katie this year. So you can't like you can't ask the question. That's not like a defense. I'll tell you what questions are mine so you can yell at those questions. Okay. <laughs> It's like baby Grinch face. I love it. (laughs) All right. For the movie gang podcast, uh, this has been Trevor Flynn. The only reason I start with you always is your name just like rolls off. And that's it's like it's it's Trevor Flynn. It just goes right. I'll I'll always count on it and count count on you explaining it immediately afterward. That white eyed (laughs) kid from Muskegon, Peter Dancy. I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't even know what Muskegon is. I have no clue. (laughs) The awesome Sarah Becker, who is now my best friend in the whole world. Fuck all y'all, because she gave she likes Christmas Carol. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And of course, the grumpy and amazing and also kind of drunk Ben Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Bye y'all. Christmas. Happy holidays from everyone here at the Movie Game yes. Podcast and have a happy new year! Yay!